Welcome, folks, to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr. Every week, diving deep into the truth of Catholic social teaching and restoring all things in Christ. The Uncommon Good is on the air. I'm Bo Bonner. And I'm Dr. Bud Marr. And we are coming to you from these United States of America here in the middle of the country, Des Moines, Iowa, where we both work at Mercy College of Health Sciences, where I'm the Senior Advisor for Mission Initiatives and the Director for the Center for Human Flourishing. Bud, what do you do at the old college? I'm the Associate Provost, and I've got to be proactive about supporting students this week because that that time period, like right after Thanksgiving, is rough because you feel like things should be winding down, but you, the students do have some important tasks still to knock out. Tryptophan, uh, you know, claims all of us, but there's a special way in, in the academic world where the tryptophan just keeps coming, even after the turkey is all put away and the, and the, the extras are eaten. The tryptophan hangover, as it were. And no, that you, we shouldn't joke about that because I've, um, I've been laid low many a thanksgiving where it's like 2 30 p.m and i'm like i'm not gonna take a thanksgiving nap oh yes i am the turkey still wins out can't be like too enthralled by the 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 lions bears nfl football game that's right i mean it keeps getting better every year too right you know what i have to say uh i always like to make this appeal to people in michigan never really cheered for anything you know but we did give them oklahoma state i mean our best and they still screwed it up. So I'm just saying, I know that they all love their Barry Sanders out there, but they could have won yeah. a, a, at least one Super Bowl. Can but. you imagine that guy with a good offensive line? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, as a you host- know, it's, it's you know, it's the yeah. time of Thanksgiving, bud. So like, <laughs> I want to I want to say thank you to any lineman uh, that I had at Old Pretty Prairie High School, or I went to high school because they were better than uh, the Detroit. Line. Yeah, it was bad. And I, you know, as a Husker fan, I don't have a lot of ground to talk these days, although. <laughs> College football, there's scholarships and, like, geographical limitations. The NFL is designed for parity. The worst teams get the highest draft picks and the easiest schedules, <laughs> and the Lions have been terrible through my entire lifetime. It, uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they've had power. I mean, Megatron, uh, you know, they, they've had yeah. various. Uh, but at any rate, um, the point being is we're thankful that, that we ourselves don't cheer for the Detroit Lions, but we're also thankful that, you know, they do exist for a reason, which is for people to take naps to. Now, that's being me because I actually know Lions fans. I'm sorry. We're ribbing them too hard. You know, you guys enjoy the run-up to Thanksgiving because you've not lost the game yet. You know, there's a lot of hope every year at Thanksgiving, yeah. bud, uh, but probably really for Detroit Lions fans. Well, and what we're really thankful for is Mercy College of Health Sciences, who <laughs> underwrites our show, right? Absolutely. This is the gratitude episode, and we want to show a lot of gratitude to Mercy College of Health Sciences. Like Bud was saying, uh, we have students who are really, you know, after they get back, they're going to be rushing towards uh, the end here. We wish them all the best. You know, God bless them and everything like that. Um, but we also want to say thank you to Mercy College for underwriting our show. MCHS.edu, if you want to get a chance to look forward, spring, summer, fall starts, um, the whole kit and caboodle, and we hope that you get a chance um, to look at what we have to offer. But also just throwing that out there that while you're out there being thankful, uh, if you've ever interacted, of course, with the medical profession, and if you've done so in Des Moines, you've probably ran into our students. So maybe say a prayer of gratitude um, to our students and to the future uh, medical providers that are coming through the doors of Mercy College at, as we speak. Well, we tend to mention this each time we bring up the college, but uh, if it's like, you know, it's the middle of winter or whatnot, like we're approaching January, and you think, well, you know, 
I'd be coming in midway. We we try to emphasize on the show that um, there's all sorts of options, you know, different kind of program paths and timing. So mchs.edu is a great place to go. And so, uh, you know, today we're talking about gratitude and being thankful, um, you know, but we just came up with that on their own. There is, there's no reason. No, of course not. Like Thanksgiving's coming up. So, of course, this is the time and the season to do this. Um, so we are going to talk about um, gratitude and being thankful as a sort of public, civic, common, uh, good aspect of what it means to be a part of a society. And so uh, I don't know if we have to wax too philosophical about this, but it seems timely to do so. Yeah, I always look forward to the Thanksgiving show. It's a good chance to not only talk about some of our favorite Thanksgiving foods, but to get into this question of gratitude, especially from a biblical and theological perspective. So this should be great. So this is the Uncommon Good. Bob Bonner, Dr. Bud Marr talking about gratitude right before Thanksgiving. Stick around. This is going to be one that you'll be thankful that you're listening to. This is the Uncommon Good, and we'll be back right after this. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Fast Signs. Learn more about their signs, digital signs, banners, and other products and services at fastsigns.com or 515-224-1210. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Savage Power. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Mary's Meals provides hope in the form of one good meal to over 2 million of the world's poorest children every school day. Learn more about Mary's Meals at marysmealsusa.org. Mary's Meals, a simple solution to world hunger. marysmealsusa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, joinserra.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Back with the Uncommon Good. Bob Bonner, Dr. Bud Marr coming to you from Iowa Catholic Radio Land. Thank you for listening to the show. And Bud, that thank you part, that's what we're going to talk about today. Thanksgiving coming up. We want to talk about gratitude and being thankful, something, of course, it's right and just to do uh, every year when it comes around to be this time. But I think it's important to think of being thankful and and having gratitude that extends beyond just, I personally am thankful for things. Uh, As you all who listen to the show know, we are uh, nearly obsessed with trying to think of ways to point out in which there's a public aspect to many of the things 
that we do in American culture and Catholic culture and culture, uh, you know, in our, our times. And so that's what we wanted to dwell on today is the public nature and the public good of gratitude. So, Bud, what are you thankful for publicly? Well, I'll be honest, like this is one of my probably more central spiritual struggles. It's a weird thing as a human being because our very lives are a gift. You know, it, it, there there used to be a time where the universe was and I was not. Um, and so Wait, like breaking news. <laughs> I mean, if you just realize like the radical contingency of each human life, but even like the universe as a whole. And so even the gift of life itself is just um, a, a profound thing to reflect upon. But I don't know about you, Bo, like as I journey through life and I feel like this is a pretty common human experience, it's just so easy to fixate on what we don't have, what we could have, you know, like, uh, this person's better looking or has a cooler house or whatever it happens to be. Um, and yet throughout, I, I think especially in sacred scripture, you see this, that um, uh, lack of gratitude is like a profound sort of like spiritual shortcoming in that um, uh, it's, it's sort of what God demands of his people. As they're wandering through the wilderness, there's the occasion where they're grumbling. You get into the New Testament where it says God loves a cheerful giver. And so we're supposed to approach life, I think, through this perspective of like, Everything I have has been given to me by God, and my basic spiritual impulse impulse as a follower of Jesus is to return that to God, but it's a tough thing. Well, you know, it's interesting because sometimes, you know, this will seem like it's going off on a tangent, like we always do, but I promise it matters. You hear people rightfully quote saints that talk about um, how, how Catholicism thinks there's a place for suffering that can be redemptive. And so then people abuse this, that's true, and make it sound like, man, if you suffer hard, that's even better, right? As if God wants to, like, really, you know, tighten the screws on us. And so people push back and go, well, this sounds life-denying, a neurosis, things like this. All fair in some regards when people are pointing this out. But I have to say, (laughs) when you start to think about this, right, it's absolutely true that God does not sort of create the world so that he can just pin it down and make it suffer, but there's something about us, bud, that we often, it's actually blessings that make us immediately, in some regards, forget that we're blessed and, and whine about things that even a mere, you know, year before, we would be singing in the streets um, yeah. to be happy about. So I think about something like cell phones and what, uh, I think I've made this joke before, but every sort of new iteration of the cell phone is just me getting mad about something that, like, a few years prior, I would have, like, paid money yeah. to be able to do, right? You know, I, I think about the sort of coverage that you can get with cell phones now. And I think 10 years ago, like, if you would be able to have the coverage of cell phones, but now when it doesn't work because I expect it so much, I act like there's been some sort of, like, great injustice done to me. Even though growing up, there was no such thing as a cell phone. I think about growing up, if, like, we had you know, the the sort of equipment we have that we can record, we can live broadcast, we can do all these things with the technology. Uh, And if you would have shown me these things when I thought I was a rock star as a 16-year-old back in the 90s, I would have been blown away. But now we're just, you know, just some folks here in the middle of Iowa being able to do these professionally sounding um, shows that make our voice sound like golden roses and and beautiful, bud, beautiful beyond all measure. Uh, And yet we complain, right, if if the technology doesn't show up like we want. Now, all I have to say is, lucky for us, bud, the entire Old Testament proves, and especially Genesis, 
that we aren't the first people to act like this. In many ways, the story of the people of Israel and God through Genesis is that they're continually complaining about gifts that a mere, not even year before, like months prior, they would have been shouting in the streets because of how happy they would be. Now, this can sound like uh, the the most jaded, cynical view of something like uh, the scriptures, but I think that this goes to show something, bud, that humans deep down realize in a sort of way, like you said, the vulnerability that we all have. Mm -hmm. And part of the sort of scariness of gifts is they make us realize that we couldn't do it on our own. And so there's a weird defensive way, I think, when we when we get presumptuous, but I actually think it's it's that we're defending the fact that we know that our being is contingent. And I know that that seems like a really weird way for that to play out, but that kind of happens with humans, right? Is we don't want to deal with the existential fact about how much we rely on others. And so we act like, oh, well, we deserve this, obviously. And, and I think that that's at the root in some existential way to how this plays out. Well, I think it's all rooted in in an understanding of God's providence and seeing things in that light. Because uh, if we believe that God created everything and is moving everything towards its proper end, then all the events of life that come to us don't fall outside the orbit of that providence. I mean, we don't have to be like fatalist or something, but like even the difficulties are sent by God uh, to, uh, um, to make us holy. And some of the great saints, Therese of Lisieux, uh, Claire Vassisi, I, I can think of others, have some profound reflections on how, you know, really to grumble, to complain, to lack gratitude is to miss that point. But like you were saying earlier, there is a public element to it. Like, there's a way that God could have said, okay, you as an individual person, you know, like, write me a thank you note and then burn it in your fireplace. <laughs> but it, really, the entire Old Testament sacrificial system, there's an element of atonement to it, but there's also many Thanksgiving offerings. So God asked the people of Israel to spend a lot of money and time building this elaborate temple so that some of these offerings could be made. And I think, Bo, the the line that we're walking in our culture, like interestingly enough, American culture, for whatever its faults, has built into the calendar a really big day that's focused on Thanksgiving and gratitude. And I think, you know, there's something prudent or strategic about Catholics sort of like seizing on that and making it like kind of a, a, a Catholic feast day in a certain sense. But it does require intentionality because, ironically, we created this day of gratitude and then sort of like by happenstance or whatever, the next day has become kind of like the preeminent sort of consumerist, you know, like we we call it Black Friday. So get out to the stores and spend your money. So you go straight from this sort of like day of gratitude. We're now moving into Advent and approaching the incarnation of our Lord. And yet there's all these like cultural dynamics that are pushing in other directions. Yeah, it's interesting how, in some ways, when people are like, well, why did Thanksgiving actually happen? You know, like, the first Thanksgiving didn't happen, like they say. Yeah. And I'm actually, like, good. Like, in fact, what I like about Thanksgiving is the sort of, in the end, it's it's like a real feast where it's just for its own sake, right? Thanksgiving is good when there's no good reason for it. Like, there's no national myth. There's no, it's just like, we wanted to eat, like, some carb-heavy stuff. It was the one time of year where we all were like, let's eat an entire turkey, yeah. and let's just go for it. I'm with you that the saddest thing, um, is, you know, because, of course, you have to spend money for Thanksgiving, too. That's why people, I mean, stores like Thanksgiving because you're buying more. Sure. But what I think's sad about Black Friday in a sort of, to bring up like John Henry Newman, is it's an entire day focused on the instrumental and the useful. 
So gift giving right is supposed to be sort of intrinsic, right? I mean, you can't, let me back up. You can give gifts to get something, but the idea for giving a gift, presumably for the holiday season, for Christmas, et cetera, coming up, is just because you love someone and you want to show them that, so you get them a gift. Um, you know, it's not bribes. Uh, it usually is bribes. It's not supposed to be. But so what's sad in some ways is that the idea of like taking time to get a gift, and I'm not a big gift giver. You're, my, my wife is probably listening to this laughing because I would just assume go with you and have you pick out what you want. But the idea that we dedicate a whole day to make it useful and efficient to buy gifts the day after we're like, let's have a party with like stuffing for no good reason. Mm-hmm. It's like it cancels out the accidental greatness of the sort of uselessness of Thanksgiving, that it's just intrinsically, it's just good to have Thanksgiving with people for no other reason. And Black Friday, so to speak, tries to take it all back the day after. Well, and I know this year on the show, we've, we've stopped quite a bit and stepped back and paid attention to the liturgical year. But when, and, and my last comment, when I was mentioning Advent, I think there's something there, you know, I mean, a lot of times before penitential seasons, there is uh, a kind of feasting. So uh, what is it like Fat Tuesday right before right. Lent? I think we could probably treat Thanksgiving that way. Um, just asking God for like the wisdom and the self-discipline to move into that penitential season with the right, the right outlook and disposition. No, I think that's right. Like a Black Friday literally was something more like Ash Wednesday uh, than, you know, Maybe that would work out. Doesn't quite work out like, uh, the, you know, in, in that regard. Yeah. And that starts to be it, right, is, like you said, a party before we, you know, do a penitential season so we can really party when the Lord shows up. It's, it's just so close to being Catholic, bud. We don't, we don't quite get there, but there's something to that that I think maybe if people dwell upon, they can dig deeper into this. Well, when we get back from the break, we'll talk more about this. Gratitude being thankful. And I'm thankful for that you're listening to the show. This is The Uncommon Good. Bo Bonner, Dr. Bud Marr. Stick around, and we'll talk more about this right after the break. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Blessman International. According to a global food security report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help them all, but how about one? One child. Blessman International provides 60,000 children in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. Learn more at blessmaninternational.org. That's blessmaninternational.org. Thank you, Blessman International, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com Builder Ken Construction. Not going along with the crowd will help you stand out in the crowd. Builder Ken Construction proudly supports Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken Construction is a commercial general contractor providing pre-construction, estimating, and scheduling services through completion of construction. We can build projects ranging from tenant improvements and historical renovations to high-rise buildings. We build confidence. Learn more about the nearly 40 projects in the Des Moines metro area completed by Builder Ken Construction by visiting www.bdconstruct.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now provided in part by Permar Security. 
providing security solutions for homes and businesses since 1953. Permar Security is a Catholic-owned family business supplying security systems, access control systems, video surveillance, fire alarm systems, and video doorbells. All alarm systems are monitored out of their monitoring center located in the state of Iowa. Permar Security, 515-244-5660, permarsecurity.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Dr. Budmar joining you this Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the show. And as you have been hearing, thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to thank all sorts of people, you, the listeners. We want to thank everybody here at Iowa Catholic Radio for making the show possible. Thank you for this opportunity. Bud, how long have we been doing this show at this point? Oh, man, let me do the math. 15 years? 20 years. I feel like we started it um, about a year before I moved. We're either at like a strong four or actually nearing five. That's right. Not quite 15 or 20 like I first said. <laughs> okay. But we've been doing it for a while, and we want to say thank you for everybody who's listened and uh, made the show possible um, all this time. Uh, of course, Iowa Catholic Radio very much we want to thank. Go look at everything Iowa Catholic Radio has going on. You can do that at com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Facebook, Twitter, all sorts of ways you can reach us. But, again, thank you for making Iowa, uh, the Uncommon Good possible uh, I don't think Bud and I could ever tell you how much we appreciate it. Speaking of appreciating it, Bud, when we were off air, I think you were talking about how much you appreciated an idea I had. Yeah, well, I, I was intrigued by this notion of a gift, and it got me thinking because there are all sorts of things in our lives. Like this week, I'm going to specifically be thankful for the mashed potatoes and the turkey dressing that you know my mom prepares or whatnot. And then, you know, like all of our... Like, you know, when we sit down to bless the mill or, um, you know, having a roof over our head, family members, those are all, well, family members might be a bad example, but the, <laughs> the, the sort of like, the sort of like material gifts that, that God grants us in our lives, like those are sort of tangible, but there's a way in which we can burn them out. Like after Thanksgiving, the turkey dressing is gone or whatever, but I was just looking at this from a Catholic perspective, like the gifts that come to us from God, ultimately, like the, the ones that are the most significant there's kind of like a limitless nature to them. So in marriage, for instance, like you give the gift of self and there's not a way like, like your appreciation of Robin, where there's like a meter where it goes down and reaches zero, like her personhood, there's this kind of like simplicity and almost like infinite nature to another person. And it's the same way, like, for instance, like we talk about the gift of the Eucharist, you know, it's not like by consuming the host at mass on Sunday, that somehow there's less of Jesus. Like the gifts that God gives us, his grace, his mercy, his very self, they're, they're sort of limitless in nature. And so if any group of people has like reason to be thankful on a daily basis, but especially this time of year, it's us as Catholics. Yeah, I mean, I think this applies to uh, issues within Catholic social teaching. So, for instance, um, the rule of law or uh, common good itself, political union, there's these things that can't be divided up. But also, like you said, the sort of nature they have is not eternal and everlasting as if like from the beginning of time there was like your marriage or like this state. But there's a way in which they're not exhausted in their use. And this gets to the idea that, you know, there's multiple types of gifts and like we have sort of different names for them, like a bribe is a gift. But there's a way in which we're 
we want to like say there's a true gift and like sort of a gift in its most perfected form. And those all stop being instrumental. Like you don't give those gifts to get something. Um, there's a way in which they're sort of given in whole and, and, and the good is truly the good of the giver and the, the one who receives. And that there's not a sort of, you know, mutuality that, that, that sets up, you know, checks and balances or anything like this. Um, the best gifts aren't even to be used. They're just to be had. And so, you know, but I think this is the thing to dwell on when we get to Thanksgiving is if we're thankful for our lives because God gave them to us, it's really important for us to realize God has no need in giving those gifts. So he's not bribing us. Yeah. God was complete in himself and gives this gift completely in, out of his utter freedom. And so there's nothing useful on his part. He's just that loving, that overabounding in love. But then I think this is important because sometimes I think Christians mess this up, but that also means that the gift of life is not for us to use. It's actually not that we've been given life because it's useful. Now, as you know, John Henry Newman will make this point about knowledge, right? Knowledge that is understood as good in and of itself has many useful things besides, but they only come about if you appreciate knowledge for its own sake. And our life is the same way. Our life is given to us for its own sake as a gift from God. It then, of course, does things like let us praise God and love each other and, you know, uh, suffer like Christ did. Even, quote unquote, merit heaven through, of course, Christ's death on the cross and grace and all these things like this. But the most significant thing that we have to start with, bud, is that life itself is intrinsically worth it. It's just a good on its own. And if we stop trying to use life first as an instrument, I think we might actually understand what it meant for a loving God giving it to us. Well, that's all the time that we have. We want to say thank you again. Bud, what are ways that we can show this gratitude and love and thanksgiving to God together here on Iowa Catholic Radio? Yeah, please join us in our prayer life here at the station. We pray the Angelus daily on air at 11.55 a.m., the Divine Mercy Chaplet daily at 2.55 p.m. You can pray the rosary anytime, anywhere on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Right now it's broadcast at 9.30, but I think in December it's going to be at 10 in the morning. But be sure to check, go to the website and check out all of our scheduling. I want to thank Bud for being a prophet. And <laughs> no, uh, well, and look, folks, we want to say thank you. Of course, we made this big deal about the best gifts have no intrinsic use. So for one of those, I think it's the faith, right? When people ask, you know, oh, making something like Iowa Catholic Radio work, um, you know, what are the stats? How many people come to Christ? And folks, we know that that's the case. But before anything else, it's just worthy for a city like Des Moines with the Catholics in it, to have a radio station dedicated to the Word of God on its own. And we want to thank you for making that possible. Now, just because we, of course, say that the intrinsic is better than the instrumental, it doesn't mean, of course, that we don't need the material things. Like, your donations are useful, right? They make this all possible. But they're a sacrifice, a type of sacrifice that makes that possible. So we thank you and covet your prayers your uh, volunteer work, but very much also your material donations, which you can make through MCA, uh, through, excuse me, iowacatholicradio.com and 515-223-1150. But most of all, we want to say thank you for being a part of this endeavor together. It is an honor to have this show, to be with you all, and thank you one more time for doing all that. Bud, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, I was going to send us off with a turkey gobble, but I I better refrain. That's right. We want people to remain thankful for the show and not like, you know, give it all up here in the end. But this is the uncommon good. May Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, reign in our hearts, our cities, our family, our family, our city, our state, nation, world, the whole kit and caboodle. Thank you for everything. We'll talk to you next week. The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr is heard every week on wonderful Catholic stations like this one and anytime on podcast. Just search for The Uncommon Good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and The Uncommon Good provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences. Learn more at mchs.edu.